Hey there, it's Gus. And Ashley. And you're listening to Advanced Her. The podcast where it's all about advancing you. Whether you're in the boardroom, the living room, or on a personal journey of self-discovery, we've got your roadmap. Because when she advances, everything around her does too. Hi. Hey, everybody. We are live. We are live back from conferences on the West Coast tonight, today, this afternoon. Hi. We're going to talk about networking. Yay, networking. Because your network is your net worth. Your network is your net worth. And the reason we're talking about networking tonight is last week we were in uh, San Diego. We ran two conferences. Back for, to back. For the utility industry. One of the key takeaways from that was networking and networking within your organization, networking within your industry networking with colleagues and friends to, to get what you need in life. Monday and Tuesday, we had one. Wednesday and Thursday, we had another conference. And what was interesting to me is that both of them, the feedback that we got throughout the course of each of those conferences was that the networking was so good. And this is all that we couldn't do when we had virtual conferences as much, right? Because it's virtual. But to be able to be there in person and have those side conversations and have those opportunities to just talk about your life and your kids and your family and your dreams and your goals and that was really cool. We're going to break it down a little bit now and talk about what is networking. Yeah, networking is the act of making connections and building relationships with others. Why is networking important? It creates opportunities. It brings you knowledge. It can be there to support you, gives you visibility, and most probably important, it creates connections and allows you to lean on your connections to get what you need in life. Absolutely. So, I mean, you can have the best product. You can have the best services, you can have the best company, but if you're not out there increasing your network and nurturing that network, no one's going to know, no one's going to care, no one's going to buy. And even if you're looking, you know, if you're looking for a new job, gosh, I was doing networking when I first moved to the Philadelphia area as a new mom. There were so many services and, and resources that I needed just to know about. So I was busy adding to my network as much as possible of other moms in the area so that I could ask them like, hey, where do you go, you know, for specialty markets? Who do you use for your pediatrician? I didn't, I didn't have all of that set up when I first moved here and I didn't have family here. So for me, building a network where, where I had moved was really important. Now, I learned, I learned the value of networking very early on, very fortunate in my career. I, I don't know if you call it networking back then, but it was building connections. There were two, there were two things that happened to me at, at the first company I worked at. And one was at, I was at a trade show and we were networking at an event. And I met the people from DuPont. Now DuPont is still a huge conglomerate of a corporation, an international corporation. And there was no way I would have been able to meet these people and talk to them and get a chance to have their business. So what happened was they, they work on a plant. And when you have an appointment with these people, they happened to be a maintenance guys, I had an appointment with them. I had to show up a half hour early, take a safety video. I had to learn fire evasion wow. techniques. It was a very complex, very safe. I mean, DuPont makes some dangerous chemicals. It makes some dangerous products. But it led me to selling DuPont on the products I was selling, which was lubricating oils and hydraulics and stuff like that. And the crazy part was they made their own oils and hydraulics and stuff like that. But I showed them how it was more cost effective. And they actually liked me from networking and introducing another Well, you people. seem like a nice guy. Yeah, I'm okay. 
<laughs> that is crazy. You no, know, I think that's really cool. I mean, in in many cases, like I learned, I learned about networking really through my parents, and it was just my mother had a business as an interior designer. My dad has had a business as a financial planner uh, and doing executive benefits. And it was just that like one of them would get a new client and then see if the, you know, they'd sort of check in to see if the other person, you know, if they had business for for them too. And not in a smarmy way, but in, in more of a like, hey, you know, as we get to know people, there's just, there's more business to be had. Here's some numbers. 85% of jobs are found through networking. And that's what they were talking about last week at the conference, at both, mm -hmm. at both the, the Change Conference and the, the Power Conference of Advanced Women. They were talking about having getting career moves within your organization by knowing the different areas that we're looking for. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of people talk, too, about the organizations that they belong to are very large, that they work for are very large. And for them, the opportunity just to meet other people within their own organization was really important because it's who you know, right? It's who who do I know who has the skill set? Oh, I met such and so at this community service event that we did as a group. So that's one of the ways that you can you can you can know people. Twenty five percent of business is created through networking. Twelve dollars and fifty cents is the amount of return on each dollar spent on face to face mm -hmm. meetings. And then thirty eight percent are professionals who find it difficult to maintain business relationships. If you're not networking, if you're not finding that, I, I think of networking as like that connective tissue, right? It becomes a mesh. It's not just a one-to-one. To, -one. to be in a position where you're able to nurture your network, you can find out that a lot of people know a lot of people in common. Hey, I got another crazy networking story. Oh, bring it. You know I love your story. This is, this is a good one. This one was instrumental in my entrepreneurship. I worked for this company that we had giveaways and we had a budget on the giveaways. And I had a customer who basically wanted the equivalent of giveaways of what he spent with us in a year. And I thought it was unreasonable. I thought it was crazy. I remember you telling me this. And, and I, so I went to my my superiors in the in the office. I'm like, this guy could be ridiculous. I only have 25 of these things to give away. He wants all 25. And I was told by my big boss at the time, said, take care of the customer. Make, make sure he gets what he wants. We'll take care of you so you have it for your other customers. And um, lo and behold, I, I begrudgingly gave this customer what he wanted. Long story short, about four years down the line, when I started my business in the car industry, this customer funded my business. He was the first one to write a check to me. Because so. you took care of him. Yes, I did. You took care of somebody in your network. And the network, yes. Give, give, give. I had to ask my network. Sure. Incidentally, when I was building that business, and I needed a car business. You need a lot of money. You need, you need money to open any business. But in the car industry, then you need money to buy cars. I was going to say, the I money's think that's particularly capital intensive. Yeah, and the money's separate. I mean, you have money to run the business, and then you have money for your inventory. You really can't touch your inventory money. You get loans and stuff like that. You right. can't pay the bills out of your inventory money, or otherwise you're cannibalizing the business. But, so I asked, it was literally got from this person. He was a friend of a friend, but realized we'd done business together, and he trusted me and wanted to be involved with it. But I was networking saying, Telling the world what I needed. This is what I want. I'm looking for money for my business. And, that is so Yeah, and they make money. They were making money too out of my company. So it's kind of cool. There are different types of networking. There's social networking, which was part of what I did when I came to the Philadelphia area and was trying to find people just 
like other moms and stuff. So I ended up doing a lot of social networking with the people. I think of all the ways of social network. If you have alumni groups going back to the alumni events. Absolutely. You guys all have something in common. You all went to the same school. You have great stories you can share about what dorms you lived in and stuff yeah. like that. So I have, I have at least yeah. one person a week reaching out to me from Penn State saying, hey, fellow Penn State alumni, let's do financial services together. I don't get as many from Drexel, but I do from time to time. And if, you know, if, she sent, if somebody sends me a, a connection request that says, "Hey, go dragons," I'm like, "Oh, okay, yes." <laughs> that's like that's your that's that's the patent on you. Business to business networking, what we call traditional networking events. One of the things we didn't tell the audience. What didn't we tell the audience that we're going to tell you? We're going to tell you right now. We run events. I actually own two networking companies, and we're not talking about network marketing companies. We're talking about real live B2B networking companies. I have a company called netmixer.com, which is a nationwide directory of networking events around the country. I think we're in 53 different markets with that, with that company. And I have another company that hasn't quite come back since COVID, but the ultimate networking event where we were running up to 36 events per year for about 10 years up and down the East Coast uh, of the United States. I do know a little bit about He knows a little, a little bit, bit about, about networking. networking. He actually knows a lot about networking. So, but yeah, just straight business to business, show up with your business card and just kind of canvas yeah. the room. And you want an uncomfortable thing? Actually, yeah. actually I do this on a regular basis. We go, we travel a lot, as a lot of you know. We, we're on the road a lot. I'm so eager to hear that. We, we go to networking events in other cities where we don't know anybody. Is that weird? It, it, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's cool. You know, I mean, it, <laughs> essentially that. So I think that's the kind of networking that freaks people out the most because they're just like, oh, my God, I don't want to go to a, a room full of people who want to do business, but they don't know why. And it just feels very vulnerable. But I think what's cool about it, if you're willing to put yourself in that position, you learn, you learn fast and you start developing the muscle for networking. And you realize networking is really just having conversations with people about what their goals are and to see if there's, if you are in a position to help them achieve that, or if you know somebody who's in a position yeah. to help them achieve 100%. that. That's really all networking is. So it doesn't need to be smarmy and scary. Organizational networking. That's networking within your your company if you're in a company it could be working for a big corporation it could be working with a small company it could be if you work at a college church whatever it is where Anything. you're working networking between departments the most successful people i know in the corporate world know people in multiple departments within their organization it really plays to if, if you're the glue between departments that's a home run i mean that, that really will get you as far as you can get in corporate America. If you want a job in corporate America and you want to climb the corporate ladder, you better be networking. You better not just be showing up and collecting your paycheck. Absolutely. And again, we had a group of women for our advanced conference who were like, hey, well, how do I get promotion? What if it's in a different area of the organization? Well, you, you need to meet people in those other parts of the organization, which is exactly what we mean by organizational networking. So, but just getting known, just getting out there and saying, hey, you know, I'm working on this and I know that the company is trying to do this and, you know, your department does this. And, you know, again, just getting to know people within your company, they're more likely to, to tap you when they need you, which is cool. And then there's industry networking, which was essentially what was happening most of the time at our two conferences. 
So the conferences that we ran were specifically for the utility industry, gas, power, and water. And so people came from different companies all over North America to, to come together and learn from each other. And it was just really great because most of them didn't know each other. Most of them don't get out to do that type of networking very often. So it was really nice for them to just meet other people who have a similar, not only background in terms of the industry that they're in, but have the opportunity to get together and say, hey, you know, we all we all work with with these this certain kind of company, which is cool. We do a networking happy hour at each one of our events on the first day and actually challenge the people at both events to meet other people. And that was industry within you know, within their industry. They all work for the utility utility companies, and they, they did. They were able to network. They were able to share ideas. They were able to get together. I do that mostly for the people who come with a team, and I just kind of get them, try to get them to split up a little bit. And like, guys, meet some other people. Not, yeah, don't just talk to There's the key thing. You know, if you're if you're out if you're out networking and you're going with colleagues to a event that's outside of your or to, to it's not in the four walls of your organization split up. split up divide and conquer so i've gone to networking events with other people and like i started to help like slide in for the intro introduce my friend and then i went on and talked to somebody else and then i basically did the same thing she she was very uncomfortable meeting people for the first time remind right. me when we get further along here i'll teach you a technique on how to slide in or mm -hmm. not slide in there's the proper for ways to slide in and there's not an slide etiquette. in. There's an etiquette to sliding and people don't in know they do. And people don't know they do. You guys, I just ran in. Bit. I'm a bull on a Yeah, you, you just wait a little. This, we'll wait. We'll, we'll come back around. And then the other piece, of course, that we wanted to mention is social media. And I think it's total social media. It's, it's so much easier to do this. But again, to yeah. like be able to build your network through people that you already know. We do this professionally through LinkedIn. We do this personally in Facebook and other IG. I mean, that last week, one of my one of my buddies uh, that, that I went to high school with, he's, uh, on, he's on the West Coast now. He, he asked where to get cheesesteak in King of Prussia. We happen to live two miles from King of Prussia. I put some recommendation. We even, we even went there for lunch the other day. I took a picture of the, of the cheesesteak from there because I do love their if they have a really good cheese chicken steak. cheese steaks over there. Good. We can talk about how important it is and how valuable it is to network, but really like when we break it down into how to network. So here's what we do when we go out networking. So the first thing that I always say, like right before we leave for a networking event, whether it's one that we are the hosts of, whether it's one that we're attending, I always ask us, I suggest what's your goal for this event? Like what's your goal for attending this particular event? And just kind of, I mean, does that help you? Does that center sometimes you? 100% it makes me think. There's been a couple of goals that might not seem normal I've been doing this for a long You're long time goal. everybody has trouble remembering people's names but a couple of years ago i started working on remembering people's names and though i am still not very good at it i am much better You're at much it than better. i was another thing i do i've had a problem with i talk a lot and i talk fast I become a better listener when I go to networking. I've learned to ask questions and get that. So, but we might be looking for, you know, with a goal, it might be I need to find someone who can give me insurance on an event. Right. I need to find someone who knows a great mechanic for, for one of my Mercedes. I need to know, you know, I need to find a jeweler, whatever it is. I need right. to, I need to find a software solution for 
something of this, of that for SAC? So for me, when I set my goal or have a goal for the event that I'm going to, sometimes it's just like, you know what? I just want to meet people I don't already know, or I want to start getting to know people who live in this particular area or something like that. So, but having a goal that you can just kind of set as a filter for your experience will help you actually be closer to achieving that goal by the time you finish your Right. networking well, so know your elevator pitch yes yeah, so when you say elevator pitch what are we talking about like you oh, 15 God. second 30 second what do you what do you do I, because I, inevitably somebody's gonna say so, so what, what do, do you, you do? do what do you do what do you do i create events okay what does that what mean I, oh you're an event planner no yeah. i create <laughs> events to connect people products and ideas Ooh. and we do that primarily for the utility industry and I also create a women's empowerment event that we do for multiple industries. Sounds like you've got your elevator pitch. I do. Fantastic. And then they say, so you're an event planner. Mm. I'm like, no, I create the event from right. start to finish. So, and it's okay for your elevator pitch to be something that actually like elicits a response because then somebody's not just standing there going, right? Yeah. So the whole point of it is to have what it do you do? tell you what you do, but also give a little bit of an icebreaker, give them an opportunity to uh, interact with There's you. one thing I don't do. What don't you do? I rarely, rarely, rarely ask for business. I mean, if I see an obvious connection, yeah, like, hey, you know what? We should do business. I can call you tomorrow or something. Ask questions. Ask his favorite questions. So what's your goal? I, I do ask that. I ask that of everybody. I you guess. do. I love it though. <laughs> so what's your goal? What are you looking to do? And people, what do you want to make happen? Because if people are in different places in their career, they're in different places in their business. Some of them are like, yeah, I just want to build my business up as much as possible. Or, hey, I need more clients. I want to find a job. Yeah, some, of them, some of them are like, you know what? I'm really not happy with where one of the speakers from my conference last week when I said, what's the big goal? And she's like, honestly, I can't wait to leave my company. And I was like, oh, wow, I would have absolutely never known that because when she spoke, she spoke somewhat glowingly of her company. So I was like, okay. So one of the things that I take on, be the connector. So Hey, Ashley. Yes. Did you meet, did you meet Steve? <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, when I'm asking people what their goal is, I'll hear somebody say, well, I'm looking for a, a new physician. I'm like, okay. And then I'll like meet somebody who's a physician. I'm like, y'all should talk. Yeah, like, and the other thing you do with that is like, you, you do this very well. Who can I introduce you to? Who would you like to meet in the room? Who would be your ideal customer? And I ask that question often too, because that helps me think in my head, like, okay, who do I know that's even remotely like what they're describing? And at that point, you're not, you're no longer networking. You're the networker. Right. You're the guy, person, girl working the room. You're the one making this happen for other people. And but that I, makes you memorable. I think it makes, it puts them at ease because I know a lot of people are not natural networkers are not like oh yay this is great i'm going I, to it always feels creepy to people but it doesn't to me so. i am i am i am i am naturally <laughs> shy and people don't believe that about me but i literally just have to step out and say hi i'm gus it's easier now than it was uh -huh. in the past but i'm not I, I can easily be the guy sitting in the corner drinking watching everything going i love the people watch I could sit there and just watch everything happen. But if you're networking, it really is a participation sport. It is. So it you is. really can't, you can't get anything out of it if you're just watching. All right. Next tip. Smile. 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 It makes you more approachable. This is all kind of funny. It is funny. Yeah. So just smile. Demonstrate Shake something. hands. When you're meeting somebody and you're shaking with the right hand, then you're not blocking your name badge so that somebody can say, oh, hello, Gus. Yeah. 
Hello, Gus. Have a real handshake. There's nothing worse than shaking somebody's hand when it's like super limp. That's just gross. And I don't want to hold it. I don't want to hold your hand. That's, <laughs> that's nasty. So like, I mean, and you're also like, don't break my hand because that would hurt. But like, give me a nice firm, like, hi, nice to meet you. If two people are standing, imagine these are people's feet. Okay. If two people are talking face to face to each other and their toes are pointed at each other, that's a closed conversation, and you're best not to interrupt that conversation. So they're probably deep in conversation and engaged with each other and not really interested in having anybody else walk up to them right now. 100%. The second one of them kind of starts to like and one foot turns swivel out, the foot Or out, the shoulder turns out. Right. That's by language to say like, ah, I'm kind of done talking and to this guy. And it can also happen with groups. I mean, you got three or four people that are talking in a group. If all their toes are facing in to the center, let them talk, don't butt in. But if somebody's kind of leaning out, like turning out like this, and they're looking to invite other people into their conversation, they don't even know they're doing it. That's the best part. It is really kind they, of cool. They don't know they're doing it, but it's something that we've studied. So the next tip <coughs> we have on how to network is let people know what you're looking for. I have, as I said, one of the questions that I ask in my ask question is what's your big goal or what are you looking to do or who would be a great contact for you? Tell people what you're actually looking for and you're so much more likely to find it. This isn't even as like woo woo is a vision board and I'm a total believer in the vision board. This is really saying like I'm looking, I'm specifically looking for professionals in the oil, gas and electric industries. That's what I'm looking for. One of the things so, I, yeah, one of the things I'm looking for right now, I'm looking to acquire another company. I'm, I'm looking to bring in a, another business to our portfolio. But if you don't put it out there, they're never going to know. Yeah. They're not going to know by your business card that, oh, I bet he'd be interested in this. I'm looking for a sales rep. So you got to say, you just got to put it out there. This is what I'm looking for. And that's where the connect. And that actually is a tool that helps not only you, but it also gives other people an opportunity to help you. And that, you know, that's good networking. And then what we almost always ask as we're in our networking. What can I do for you? How can I help you? How can I assist you? What do you need? I ask people. And that's a true way of, again, they don't feel like you are trying to get their sale. What can I do for you? Like, what are you looking for? How can I help you? It's a, it's a good place to start. Create a list of five goals you might have in a networking opportunity. Five goals you might have. One of those goals might be to meet five new people. That can be a goal that you have before you go to a networking event. Yeah, I'm looking for a new opportunity. I'm looking for customer XYZ. My customer looks, feels, smells like this. Right. I'm right. looking for somebody who works at a company. And so a lot of times I'll meet people who are looking for jobs and I'll say, well, what are the top five companies that you are targeting? And they're like, what do you I mean? Right. I'm like, dude, <laughs> think about know. it. Think about it and uh, get back to me because then I, that you know, I don't know what they do, but then I can say, oh, I know somebody who works at one of the five companies that you're talking about. I can at least connect you to on LinkedIn. I'm going to add this. Okay. I'm going to get a little deeper here you got one life yeah you got one chance to go through this life and do things networking in all the forms that are out there is one of the hacks in life it's one of the ways to get what you want and get what you need and get it faster yes right condense 
condense time. time. Networking will help you condense time. So create a list, five goals you might have at a networking opportunity. If networking were super easy, we'd all do it and there would never be any kind of weirdness around it. But there is a little weirdness around it because people make assumptions and they're maybe not as confident, maybe not as comfortable in their own skin. So there are some challenges to networking. And let's see, one of them is overcoming shyness. Have we accomplished that? Well, I told you I'm naturally, <laughs> I'm naturally shy. People don't believe that. I am naturally shy. Well, here's a story. In school, when you had a class project and you had to present it to the class, I always volunteered to do it first because I could not handle being randomly called. I'd be the first person to raise, oh, yeah, it's me, I'm going to do it first. It was the randomness of not just being called and I wouldn't be prepared. If I was going first and tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., I knew when my time was. I wasn't. You're such a smarty. No, I don't and call no, smart. You know I, was, I, was, I was scared well, to death. I mean, when you think like, about it, there's enough an uncertainty in life that if you have the opportunity to just stick something in the calendar and just say, okay, I know I'm going first, then you can, you don't have to have that kind of hanging over you, which is cool. All right. So good for you. So we also have some icebreakers. Icebreaker. And you can use this. This is a technique I learned 30 years ago. And you can use and this it still works. wherever you are. It's an acronym called FORM. It stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Money. You can strike up a conversation with anyone on those four topics. You're standing in line at the grocery store. Some of us still do that. Standing in line any place. Standing in line every any place. You're at the amusement park. And you know the, the person in front of you has two little kids there like, oh, how many how, do you have just the two kids? Family. Yeah, family. That's family. You know. Well, what do you do? What do you do? I've asked that where I find myself in a situation where I'm standing with somebody like, oh, what do you do for work? Like, just We ask. recently found out that somebody we know that's a manager at one of our favorite restaurants, his wife is in our industry. She's in the utility industry. It's Crazy, kind of fascinating. Huh? We start talking oh, like- my wife works for blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? <laughs> All right. No, R, yes. recreation. Yes. What do you do? What do you do when you're not working? What do you do when you're not shopping? What do you do when you're not standing in line at an amusement park? And then money, last thing. Money, people are afraid of the money question, but hey, are you making as much money as you really want to make? What That's challenges? a nice way of asking that have, without asking it. Yeah, without yeah. asking it. What, what would it take you to get to the next level in your career? How can I help? So then the other thing to do is to find the right place to network. Sometimes we find people who come to a business networking event, they have a certain expectation in their head, like they're going to walk out with 10 customers, which I think is kind of, anyway, maybe change the expectation. Really yeah. what you want to do when you come to a networking event, you're not there to get business. You're there to meet people. You're there to meet people who may be able to connect you with their network to help you get those customers. And they're there to do the same with you. So just kind of understand what that is and then be, make sure you're putting yourself in the right room. If you are, I would definitely say if your profession has a trade organization or a trade association, that's probably a great place to start because then you can meet other people who do what you do. You can ask them, hey, where do you go networking? I also, as uh, Gus mentioned earlier, alumni associations are terrific place and most of them have have very strong networks um especially in a location if you're still in the city or area mm -hmm. where you went to school just just keep 
keep your eyes open. Ask people, where, where, what are some other networking opportunities that you know about? So, Another thing you can do, network check. Stay, how do you stand out from the crowd? Always dresses impeccable. And you have big pins. Except for right now. If you're a guy, be the best dressed person in the room. And wear something interesting, like a funky tie or just something that gives people an opportunity to kind of look at it and like, oh, you know, she's not wearing her, the the regular sort of uniform, if you will, like mm -hmm. spice it up a little bit, have something a little different. So we've got some rock star moves that we're going to share with you. One of them is ask engaging questions. There's nothing worse than going to a networking event and have somebody like, oh, so what do you do? I mean, it's like, what do you do? Oh, yeah, and my, be interested. My favorite engaging question. Oh, I love this one. This is good. So I get real serious with people. I say, okay, you come into life altering money. Let's just say I use the money at half half a billion dollars, five hundred million dollars. That would alter my life. You can spend five hundred million dollars. You shouldn't spend five hundred million dollars. You come in five hundred million dollars. What are you going to do? And the first answer is almost always the same: travel. Oh, travel, travel the world. Things be great. I'm gonna tell you right now that, and I'll say that's <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. You know, I encourage you to do that. Ashley and I travel a lot, like half the year we're on. Yeah, but not with that kind of budget. No, but still, after you go to one hotel or one destination or one tent or one backward, sooner, 18 months, 20, 24 months into it, it's going to get a little stale. You're going to want something else. And then I go deeper. So, so now what do you do? And almost every time they start thinking, I really like to help. I'd really like to save the, I'd really like to create an organization that gives back. I really want to make this a better place. That's the real goal. That's an they amazing question. They want to make a difference. They all want to make a yeah, difference. They want to somebody. Then we go next level right. and say, why are you not doing that right now? Why are you not stepping up to that charity part of your life, that charitable part That's an of your life? Back at the event last week, I challenged a woman. I asked that question, and she came out first with, I'm going to create an organization that gives money back to those less fortunate. And we sold her dolls down. I said, write a check for $25 right now to somebody who's less fortunate. Write a check to a charity. She was like, but that's actively now. doing what you say you're going to do. Right. Instead of waiting for- That's an engaging that, question. Yeah, it's a very engaging question. So you can steal that one. One of the things that I find happens to me when I go to networking events is I get everybody's business card and then I forget to follow up. So the first thing is after you've had this opportunity is to just reach out to them again, hit them up on LinkedIn, send them an email, send them a text. Hey, it was great to meet you at the event. I look forward to further conversations or I hope I can help you find the person that you need for marketing or whatever. Whatever it is that you took from their conversation, just follow up really quickly because it shows that you care and it also shows that you do take care of things pretty quickly. And this is different. Follow through. Do what you say you're going to be. Do what you say you're going to do. I didn't say it right. Follow through. <laughs> do what you say you're going to do. If you're going to connect someone to someone else, follow through and make that connection happen. Be promised to send them whatever it is, follow through and send them whatever it is you're going to send them. Take care of that. Absolutely. So one of the things you can do is send them a text to just say, hey, it was great to meet you. This is the killer move is to video. Take, uh, do a video, not a video text. I guess it's sort of a bit, no. Yeah. Hey, Ashley, it's, your phone. it's awesome. It was so cool to meet you last night. Let me know if I can do anything else for you. Thank you. Yeah. Nobody else is doing it. It's like, and you, and then you're immediately putting the face back to the name and, and just kind of saying, Hey, it was cool to meet you. 
Hope we can meet up again. I look forward to helping you achieve your goal. Next thing, stay connected. Yes. Connect with them on Instagram. Connect with them on TikTok, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, whatever their modem is they like to connect back. Ask them, how is it best to contact you? Yes. Uh, if they're big on one platform and never look at another, hop on the one that they're fewer, using more. Fewer and fewer people are using email. Absolutely, because we get so many of them. Yeah. Send relevant content. You know, there are so many times where I meet people who are talking about a, a particular business problem that they're focusing or even a personal challenge that they're facing. Well, if I come across an article about it, it takes me nothing virtually, 30 seconds maybe, to just like save the link and then send it to them either in LinkedIn Messenger or some other platform. But just say, hey, you know, it's so funny. We were talking about this the other day. Here's an article that might be of interest to you yeah. again it just shows that you're connecting and it shows that you're there to help not to be like overbearing and stuff and, and a, a final rock star moving into it send a gift yes no one's doing that gary b talked about that he sent a jersey he sent a jersey to some guy who bought like a couple bottles of wine he sent him like a really expensive player jersey and the guy never contacted gary v he never like thanked him he never thanked him like, never like, came oh, wow, back you sent me that jersey that was cool of you yeah or? yeah and they, they never nothing man. gary was like man like wow but then about a year and a half later a guy put an order in for 40 cases of wine and gary reached out to the guy like why'd you put the order in because you sent my buddy a t-shirt or you sent my buddy a oh, jersey oh so it wasn't even the same guy <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the same guy. you sent my buddy you set my body a jersey from his network from his network mm. yes okay, <laughs> okay. Cool, a cool story no oh, that's a very cool story who do you need to meet like stop for a second and just think about it like who do you need to meet right now like is it somebody help you run your business um is it somebody who can help run your household so that you can spend more time on your business is it somebody that you need as clients do you need more clients how i mean I meet a lot of need to meet. I meet a lot of younger entrepreneurs that are always looking for money. Money is rarely the answer. Contacts are the answer. Now, in fact, we were watching Undercover Billionaire when Grant Cardone was saying, "I don't need money. I need connections. I need contacts. I need a network that can provide me with everything I need to grow this to grow this goal that I have of creating a, a five million dollar company in ninety days. I need a network." Money. He's money right. Money's worthless. He's so right. Think about what what you need to grow your life, accomplish your goals, accomplish your dreams. Who do you need in your life, and start building a network that will get you there. Cool. We're gonna roll, take off for the night. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us your time. We have a new podcast out called Advance Her. Check it out on all the major networks. We're on Apple, we're on Apple Google, YouTube, Twitch, I believe. And search Advance Her or Gus and Ashley or Ashley and Gus, and you'll find us on there. And thanks for hanging out with us today. It's been a while since we've gone live. So thanks for saying hi. Yes. Thank you. Have a good one. And that wraps up another episode of Advance Her. Thank you so much for being with us today. Your journey, your growth, it's what fuels us to bring you this show. If today's episode resonated with you or you learned something new, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button and consider leaving us a review. It really does make a difference. Remember, every step forward is a step toward your best life. Until next time, keep advancing.